Christ gives us the answer to that himself. He said, I'll be baptized because it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. So the whole idea here is we've got to understand what is fulfilling all righteousness. The Lord Jesus Christ came to stand in the place of his people, to work out for them a perfect righteousness. There's this crazy notion among evangelicals that the only thing that Jesus did to deal with our sin was to shed his blood. Now, I believe in the shed blood, and I preach the shed blood, and you can never make too much of the shed blood, the atoning sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. But that's not an event in isolation in Scripture. Jesus started dealing with our sin the moment he, was, he became incarnate. Everything was a redemptive act. And so when he came to his public ministry, to be inaugurated into his public ministry, he said, I'll be baptized with a baptism that was unto repentance. That's an amazing thing, it sounds. It was a baptism unto repentance because he was now standing as our representative. He was taking our place and he was working out everything we needed. Now, what do we need? We need a perfect repentance. Have you ever repented perfectly? No, you haven't. But you need a perfect repentance. You need a perfect faith. Do you have a perfect faith? No, you don't. You need a perfect righteousness, total conformity to the law of God. Have you ever produced that? Even as a born-again Christian? No, you haven't. But there is one man who has known a perfect hatred of sin, a perfect repudiation of sin, a perfect trust in God, and a perfect obedience to God's law. And that is the total righteousness of Christ. It's that perfection of Christ that gives value to the shedding of his blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. That's what's poured out in sacrifice at Calvary. The merit of Christ is in the perfection of his person and of his obedience unto death. Now we come to the heart of the gospel. When I come as a sinner to Christ, receive him as my Savior, I receive all his merit. And in Paul's language, my sin is imputed to Christ. Second Corinthians 5.21 He bore my sin, but... God made him to be sin for me, that I might be made the righteousness of God. And his words to the Romans, that this would be imputed to me, this righteousness. Romans 5, 18, 19, that this obedience of Christ would actually be made over to my account. That's the significance, the necessity for Christ being baptized with a baptism unto repentance, even though he himself was personally without sin.